hello and welcome to drive and double feature podcast i'm nathan i'm ryan and this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every tuesday and thursday but before we get into today's episode stop what you're doing and get on your computer and hop over to patreon.com slash drive and double feature podcast just for five dollars a month Hey, you can help support the channel. You get a bunch of bonus episodes over there. Getting into today's episode, we are continuing on with Sylvester's Stallone month. And we got a big one here. We got a huge one. One of the career makers. We got Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Directed by Roger Spottiswood. Wow, what a name. Um, and produced by Ivan Reitman. So you know it's gold. Uh, it's starring Seth, Sylvester Stallone and Estelle Getty, who <laughs> you might know from Golden Girls. She played Sophia, and they team up in a buddy cop movie. And I've never seen this one. This is like a notorious, like, bad movie. I've always wanted to see it. it I'm surprised they didn't team up sooner. <laughs> it's something you dream of right like i i'm sleeping at night i wake up and i'm like oh my god sylvester stallone needs to be with the golden girls somebody in 1991 like they'd fallen asleep while uh-huh. watching golden girls at home and they're just like man i can't i can't estelle getty just make a movie with sylvester stallone yeah yeah i mean i just think it was on just like the pulse it was on the cutting edge and i mean i'm I may be saying the box office a little early but People saw it. It made $70 million, which I think it had a $40 million budget. So it was technically a hit. So I guess. But is that including worldwide, though? Okay. So it only made $28 million domestically, which is pretty. That makes more sense. That's more that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, and then it made 42 million internationally. So, I guess overseas they were they were the ones really wanting the uh, crossover of the century. So, yeah, yeah. It did not make any money. <laughs> no. It is such a bizarre concept and like even at the time people were saying that and it got horrible reviews for its time. Just an odd movie and it, and it makes you question why Sylvester Stallone would pick something like this. But it is kind of like a famous thing that, I mean, Arnold's a liar. We've kind of learned this, but Arnold Schwarzenegger said that he, when he got this script, that he was interested in it. And you got to imagine at this time, while they were making this movie in the early 90s, it was like a battle between these two guys. Like, who was the bigger action star? Like, Sylvester Stallone in one of his feuds, and he just decides, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the role out from Arnold. But Arnold was doing it to trick him, which is like the biggest 180. You know, I so I had I think Sylvester Stallone has confirmed this. And he did confirm it. I think so. But okay. you know, after watching Pumping Iron, that that does seem like something he would do. Cause you know, just the way he was just like mentally trying to get into Lou Ferrigno's head and just yeah. like and I'm like, like this is classic Arnold. <laughs> no, it it makes complete sense. Like I I, I look at like after that watching that documentary, I do look at Arnold like in like a whole new light. And when I heard that story, I was like, it's definitely plausible. Like it just it totally makes sense because he probably read the script and said like, oh wow, this is awful. And then and then he's like, you know what? I got I I know just the person that for this role and then. 
pretend that he was interested Sylvester Stallone would like fight for the role even though Arnold didn't care one bit which is so funny I think that at least adds a little bit of humor into this movie while watching it is the idea that Arnold Arnold probably thinks this this is the funniest movie ever made oh yeah I mean to him it's probably hilarious just seeing his rival being Uh constantly humiliated throughout this whole movie yeah so i i was i wanted to go in with a fresh perspective um but this movie is bad it, it is a bad movie and i think it's that's exactly it's a humiliating movie it makes you feel embarrassed to watch it at least i was i, I was i don't you know I, I i don't use this word often but i was cringing at so many of the jokes in the movie because yeah. it was this movie is very bad and yep. it is it's it's not good at all and i just it's a con it's it's the same joke just like over and over mm-hmm. and oh and it just paints sylvester stallone to be like this huge like wuss like like just total like he's just whipped by his own mother like where his mother's just like constantly taking out baby pictures and showing him and like oh here's my little boy naked and you know like yeah and like i can't handle like how many times i could hear sylvester stallone go but mom you know mom mom like just like whining (laughs) whining the whole time about his mother and like it oh man it's just like it stops becoming fun because i don't know like the concept's all right. I, I think, like, maybe in a 30-minute sitcom, this could be a funny plot. But in an hour and a half long movie, it's just, like, it becomes grating. I mean, it's never really funny. I don't really think I ever laughed during this movie. Well, like I said, I mean, you know, he go, you know, she goes on the plane and she's mm-hmm. showing everybody pictures that way when everyone gets off the plane they're like oh that must be your boy like i i I saw you in diapers and or whatever which is yeah that was a whole weird exchange because she showed pictures of him as a baby and like these flight attendants are like oh maybe i should ask you on a date i love seeing a guy in pampers or like yeah well i think uh, she's i think the she says one of the flight attendants says you look sexy in diapers yeah and it's like what you just saw pictures of him as a baby (laughs) you you creep there's another really awful line later in the movie that i want to mention but i'm not going to do it right now but it's but that but again like it's that one joke stretched out for 90 minutes and they because they redo the same joke over like constantly showing the pictures and i'm like if you're gonna do that at least do some type of different gag maybe but it's not it's the same thing over and over again yeah it, it's just overbearing mother and that's literally the joke the whole time because there's even a scene a little bit after that where sylvester stallone has to talk a guy off of a ledge and she is showing people downstairs all the cops baby pictures of him and they're all laughing and it's like and he's up Sylvester Stallone's on the ledge with him and he's just going mom stop mom, you can't show him pictures there okay there was one joke in this movie I thought okay. was funny and it was during that scene because mm-hmm. this guy um was clearly was on a ledge like you said he was about to jump and they said 
well, what's his problem? It's like, oh, he's got some issues with his mother. And then um, anyway, uh, Sylvester Sloan gets embarrassed by his mother on the ledge and he just looks so tormented. And mm-hmm. the, and then the, the guy committing suicide, like going to commit suicide, he's like, oh, like I thought I had problems. And just, mm-hmm. and he left and he walked out and the cops were running up. It's like, where's the jumper? And like the the original jumper points to Sylvester Sloan, like, you need to talk, help that guy. He needs some help. Like, <laughs> and like Sylvester Sloan is like for a split second thinking of just jumping, like <laughs> because of his mom showing pictures. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, that's the thing. Sylvester Stallone's character is so like it's so overblown. He like at one point offhandedly says, like, oh, I want to kill my mother. It's like, dude. <laughs> It's not that bad. I get it. She's a little annoying and she's showing pictures of you, but don't be like, I want to kill my mom. And he seems like he legitimately wants to kill his mom in this movie. Yeah. And yeah, she's embarrassing, overbearing and all that, but she's at least nice. And she does. She loves her child. Yeah. But I was reading, I guess, originally in the script, it was originally supposed to be like, a mean-spirited old lady like kind of like the movie throw throw mama for the train so it was supposed to be like they had this strained relationship and that this would lead to like more but they're like oh well who's a popular little old lady well estelle getty she's on the most popular sitcom on tv right now so Mm -hmm. let's let's put her on tv or on the in the the, let's put her in the movie so i think that's what kind of led to that and it that's what he said that Sylvester Stallone said. It's just like, well, they put like the sweet old lady on screen and it's like they we were supposed to not like her, but you know, they'd had her just acting like yeah. a sweet old lady, so it's nobody cared. Exactly. It's hard to not like her in this and like I really think that she's trying. I I, I have no doubt that she isn't trying. It's just the material just isn't isn't giving her anything really to do. It, yeah, I just like I said it's the same joke over and yeah. over again. It's just it gets very old, and the, and even the plot of this movie is so thin, and it's just yeah, it's it's I can't believe that that's the plot thread they went with. Is like so she ends up getting his gun, and like she cleans it to be a nice mom, and of course she can't clean a gun with like Clorox bleach and stuff, and. And of course, I don't know why, but she wakes Sylvester Stallone up pointing his gun at him, (laughs) quoting Terry. Really, off note, while she's cleaning it, she's making noise, and there's that weird scene of Sylvester Stallone in like the really tight underwear. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, what what was that? I don't know. I I actually don't know why they included that in the movie. Yeah, I thought the same. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why are they showing a gratuitous shot of his butt? And even in even later in the movie, you see his butt in the shower too. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that like the scene really close to that one where like she's just standing in the bathroom and he's like, you know, the classic, "Mom, you can't see me naked." She's like, "I haven't seen it before. I've already seen it before," but. it's not funny. <laughs> just no gross when you see in his butt. Um, but yeah, the plot is is that she wants to go and buy a gun for him to replace the gun that she broke. And of course, you can't just buy a gun. There's like a waiting period. So she illegally buys a gun, a Mac Ten, 
and then sees a murder happen and then she becomes a murder witness that's the plot what oh well i mean that's even like like that's it though like that's the plot and they don't they they barely mention it afterwards it's like they there's there's a couple of scenes where they like go to somebody like the bad guy's house Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm thinking, I remember watching the movie and it's like 10 or 15 minutes left. And there's, I'm like, I'm like, when, when's the finale going to, like the climax should be starting like right now. And they, it didn't start until like eight minutes left in the movie. Yeah. And it's, and it's really poorly done. This movie to me feels like a bunch of scenes poorly put together. Like there's a really weird transition at one point where I, I honestly forget what the scene was before, but it like flows into a dream sequence. Um, and it just like the way it cuts and it's put together, just they don't, it doesn't go well together. And I'm talking about the dream sequence of him getting a bank robber. And it's his, this is the part that made me the cringe. <laughs> like is the part where it's a dream sequence and he's in a giant diaper and Estelle Getty is like, Oh, I'm going to change you. And has a big, baby powder and a big diaper and i was just and seeing sylvester stallone in a diaper i was just like man you really let them do this to you yeah well we didn't really kind of set the the timeline on stallone before we did this but oh true true let's take a break let's see how we got here yeah so i mean like right you know at this point you know he's a megastar at this point you know he's done rocky he's done rambo mm-hmm. um but afterwards he starts making some really questionable decisions and you know after rambo 3 not really performing what it wanted to be um tango and cash was a pretty decent hit but it wasn't near what he wanted mm-hmm. so you know he went back to the the rocky um the rocky uh, trove and pulled out rocky five which is it's the worst one in the entire series and and i don't even think it did as well as like you know not as well as rocky four no i mean it's it earned um 14 million on its opening weekend and uh, forty-one million dollars uh, in total in the United States, which is really bad for a for Rocky that. movie. Wow! And the budget was forty-two million. That's rough. So nobody was really excited to see this Rocky movie, and I think at this point too, it's just after the '80s, and you see like I, I, I'll, I'll say that it probably at this point, I'm thinking people are getting Stallone fatigue. I was going to say, yeah, there's probably big fatigue. And I mean, Rocky Four was 85, right? And then Rocky yeah. Five's 90. That's a five-year difference. People's opinions on Rocky in 85 and like how 80s that movie is was probably completely changed five years later. I can only imagine. Well, Rocky Four was a huge hit with box yes, office-wise. Yeah. But in the meantime, so, you know, we did, we talked about Cobra. That didn't, perf- that didn't perform critically like how he wanted over the top which is like a huge misfire and mm-hmm. rambo 3 was not what it, what he wanted it to be either um tango cash like i said these are all like critical like bombs like back and forth and it was just like people are just starting to realize that stallone ain't what he uh, once was and then yeah 
afterwards, you know, he came out with Oscar, which I remember reading about that one, just how like critically panned that one is. It's like him trying to do like a screwball comedy. And that one, same deal, took $35 million to make, only made 20 million. That's rough. So people are not really liking this version of Stallone. And then, I, I mean, I, for somebody that up until this point feels like he had to be so hands-on with all of his movies, mm-hmm. it's like, is he just running out of steam or does he just not care? Or is it just like, yeah, I'm I mean, doing this movie for the paycheck or is he more concerned about him being a star? I mean, what would you think that would uh-huh. be? I'm not sure because I mean, it is interesting that after like, after like, you know, his career kind of going down a little bit, how we'd go from Rocky five into two comedies with Oscar and stop or my mom will shoot. Did he want to break into just doing different genres? Did he not want to be pigeon held as a action star? Could that be a part of it? And he just is picking completely bad scripts. It also could be ego literally just like I could do, anything and i will be fine which kind of actually is true um even though i want to say the early 90s to sylvester stallone was not very positive probably most of the 90s was not very i was gonna say for stallone mo i I was gonna i don't think uh i mean correct me i mean like the next mega hit he had which i mean cliffhanger i think performed pretty well Yeah, cliffhanger did good but besides that one but like his next great movie, I hate to say, probably isn't until Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I, no, I was going to say, like, I'm looking at his career. Ants doesn't count. I don't care who <laughs> says anything. But yeah, Rocky Balboa, like, you skip by a lot of, like, crap in between there. A lot of crap. Yeah. And uh, I, I it's just... so weird how he's such a popular, like, movie star. And yet he he was allowed to be in a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of crap. Well, and it's just like this one, you know, it's his version of the wacky, like, buddy cop movie. And because at this point, there was a lot of these tropes for buddy cop movies. And I think a big perpetrator of that is those uh, Dirty Harry movies, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen all of those movies, but it's it's like a big running gag. Like he has like a new partner every movie, and yeah. it's like, oh, I got to deal with this Hispanic guy, but I don't like Hispanics, <laughs> or like I got to deal with this woman. Like, what? A male cop and a lady cop teaming up? Like, oh my but, god! But that one's played a lot more straight. I'm making it sound more ridiculous, but it's played completely straight in those mm. movies. But still, I'm just like, there was always like the buddy cop movie, like Turner and Hooch, like Cop and Dog or Canine or well, something that's funny, like that. Because T- Turner and Hooch is directed by the same guy. <laughs> okay, well, that's probably my favorite one movie he directed. But Yeah, not, uh, well, I don't even know. Oh, he made Tomorrow, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, I stand by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah no that's funny that you bring that up um but no that was such a, like a thing like the kooky buddy comedy like i think about another misfire is a uh, cop and a half which i know i know is a childhood movie of yours but um it reminds me a lot of this like yeah situation oh and that one's just like that one's much a much different tone where it's just like mm-hmm. clearly it does not look like 
Burt Reynolds is having any fun at all. He just looks constantly just like, I am pissed, like, this whole time. Like, it, like not acting. Like, it looks like he just yes, did not want to be there. But uh, Just angry. And this one, it's just, you know, I think Stallone's trying to be funny. But... I, I, I never really got the hint of, only sometimes maybe I got a hint of him not trying. But I, I do, I think he's trying. It, it's not good. I don't think comedy like this is i i think a one-liner is good for him not just straight bits no and i just he just does not work for as a comedian to me i mean he's tried in the past he made he made that other movie i mentioned before called rhinestone where he tries to become a country singer Mm -hmm. and it's like a big funny like oh he's from new york but he's a he's a (laughs) he wants to be a country guy but i don't know it just i when when he, <laughs> I guess when I what I'm trying leading up to is just how far we've come. He's like yeah. He he made literally one of the greatest movies ever made in American history. To now he's in a stupid diaper like on yeah. on screen. <laughs> yeah, and I think that just adds to the embarrassment of it all. It's just one of the like I don't know. Like I wonder where his career could have gone if he just like worked on movies like rocky he took his time really worked hard for it instead of because i don't even know if it's a paycheck thing did he really need paychecks i actually just don't know why he kept doing this i think it was like an ego like relevancy type of thing like he he just he wanted to constantly be on screen yeah he 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 seemed to always just anybody who had a little more power than him a little more popularity than him you got angry with you know richard gear big personality arnold schwarzenegger big personality um rutger howard you know people liked him more in the movie it's just if anybody even remotely came upon his ego they were he he was enemies with them yeah and and that's not to say that like somebody like you know like you said he was competing with arnold constantly at the box office and yeah. arnold you know he did have some bombs but not nearly the amount that stallone had it's just like if you look at the 90s like stallone's 90s versus arnold's 90s it's yeah vastly different it's like arnold is still relevant starting in these big budget action movies and and stallone's you know just i I mean like early 2000s like stallone is starting to do like direct dvd movies almost and then And then Rocky came along and kind of revitalized his career. Yeah, exactly. He was kind of becoming like, maybe not a has-been, but like a, a joke. That's it. He was kind of a joke. And Arnold got to leave his joke years because he went into government. But uh, that, that, and I think Arnold just has a lot more charisma and everything too. But That's true. And I think Stallone, I think he was a lot more careful with something like Rocky because, you know, Rocky the character he's not a very bright guy he's not a very eloquent speaker or anything like that he's just kind of like this down to earth like at, you know like hey you know I'm, I'm not the brightest guy but you know i got a lot of heart type of thing so yeah it's this one but like this one he's like trying to play like average like like these <laughs> bigger than life characters it's, it's hard to kind of see like i i don't think he has the charisma weight to do that sort of thing no, I totally agree, and I think that's just part of the reason this doesn't work. Um, I mean, not only that, but it, it, it's 
just a bad script too. I mean, probably should have not picked this one. He should have probably read it before <laughs> he heard Arnold was interested in it. Um, so I, leading up to the, to the finale, uh, you know, he, I wanted to talk to a little bit more about the plot cause he does, he's got his, uh, Lieutenant that he wants to, right. Is right. I, that's like the, it's the captain, the, yeah. the, the captain, yeah, yeah, who was played by a woman. Oh my god, I know Joe Beth Williams, but from of, uh, Poltergeist, yeah, but of course, they're romantically involved, like she couldn't just be her, be his boss, they have to be a, an item, too. I know it's like, oh, well, of course, if there's a woman in this movie, it's just like it has to fall in love with him, it's just that's how it is, and yeah. And of course, you know, his mom gets involved with his love life. It's like, oh, Joey, why don't you de- why don't you date this girl, Joey? And just <laughs> and uh there's one scene, so she's like his mom is trying to bond with his love interest, and it's just this one creepy scene and where she's showing him pictures, she's again showing her pictures. Again. And it's like and there's a scene where she's it's, she's like, oh, there's my boy, like, there's my boy Joey. He's got all those muscles in that swimsuit. And they're like, it's like, oh, yeah, he's cute. And she's like, you could tell just by his swimsuit what type of special equipment he would have. And I'm like, is she saying what I'm thinking she's saying? And then, like, she's like, and then her, and the other woman laughs. And he's like, oh, honey, you know. I may be his mother, but I'm still a woman. I'm just like, oh my god! Like I was so grossed out there. Yeah, just me like, too. I was like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, just like, just the thought of a parent describing their child's genitals yeah, is, and, is awful. Yeah, and being like, yeah, you know, they're they're doing good down there. I, yeah, no, I. I think I even like tried to convince myself that's not what she was talking about. I just, I was like, no, she was talking about his muscles. I think that's what was going on. In it. And then, you know, the more you think about it, it's like, no, she, how, how do they agree to say that? How do they tell her like, Oh, Hey, you're going to say this and it's, it's not going to be weird. So just go for it. Well, I, from what I read, this was not no picnic for Selgetti either. Really, for this movie. Wow. yeah, it's just uh, she said that. I guess she was very opposed to violence, so they. She said, "I'll only do the movie if there's no guns in this movie," and then that that that's what I read, and I don't know how true that <laughs> and is. And then they for buying an illegal gun. <laughs> Yeah, and that was like, oh yeah, that was like the other scene too, where so she buys the illegal gun, uh-huh. and she's like, "I got you a present, Joey," and then just she gives him the illegal gun, like the Mac Ten, <laughs> and he's like, he gets mad at her, like, "Mom, like, what are you doing? You could go to jail for the," and and she gets upset that he's like, "I wanted to surprise you," and then he says, "It was a surprise." <laughs> so um. it just man it was just like uh like like that like like they want you to, i don't like i was so confused i'm like am i supposed to agree with stallone or am i supposed to agree with his like feel sympathy yeah. for his mother because i'm really thinking like if she really shouldn't have bought that gun she should have known better that that's not good 
Also, are you supposed to feel bad? Because she actually, because there's a rival cop that Sylvester Stallone doesn't like. She withholds all the information that she has about this murder and gives it to Sylvester Stallone instead of this cop. So, like, yeah. the investigation's, like, ruined for, like, the first, like, 24 hours. Because she knows everything. She's, like, the license plate, the car, what the person looked like. But she's, like, no, no, I need you. I, I forget his name, Joe. Yeah, I need you, Joe. I need you to solve the case. Yeah, and he's just, and, and you know, he Sylvester Stallone is being reasonable. He's, like, Mom, like, you gotta tell him. You can't not yeah. tell the police. Exactly. Um, and uh, then there are, like, main bad guys in this movie. I really didn't get it i guess the rival gang that shot these gun dealers i i don't know but one of them's played by the lawyer from a jurassic park martin ferrero oh yeah, yeah. Gennaro, don Gennaro. yeah um, um there and one of the other ones like the bigger mobster like the guy in the blue suit uh he he yeah. was in uh my favorite christmas movie Ernest saves christmas Oh, wow. uh, I didn't even recognize that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if you've ever watched the Ernest movies. It's like the mm-hmm. duo Chuck and Bobby. It's like, there's Chuck. Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize. Maybe because that character, he's in, like, what? Like, well, no, Three that character. Or, he, he, he's in there yeah. probably, like, a couple. He's in there for about four or five scenes, but. Yeah, probably more than the main bad guy. There's, like, a main mobster bad guy, and I think he's, like, in two scenes, maybe. I didn't care one bit about the bad guys. I was just like, these are so, this is just so watered down, just like filler bad guys. Yeah. It's just all patched together. And, and there's like a really dumb scene in the airport where, you know, his, his mom is going to leave and he's chasing her down. It's like, no mom, you saved my love life. You need, you can stay, you know, it once it's just not a good scene. Same with no. the final fight, with the gunfight. I was well, so tuned out of this movie. I got mad during that final climax because, yeah. so, like, at the very end, so they figure out where the bad guy is, and Stallone's like, all right, I'm going to go after him. And she's like, all right, well, I'm your partner. I'm coming with you. <laughs> and he's like, no, Mom, you got to stay. And so he leaves without her, and... Anyway, she does, she gets her hands on a vehicle and a gun and she goes out there herself. Like she's going to bring up backup, but then she just parks like right in the middle and gets kidnapped like right away. And I'm just like, like, it like immediately just ruins it. Like, cause Sylvester yeah. Sloan was trying to be like in stealth mode. Yes. And now, and now he has to jump out and be like, all right, don't shoot my mom. And yeah, I, I don't know what message this movie's trying to at least send. Like, oh, your elders are stupid, so don't trust them. That's all I get out of that. <laughs> uh, and they actually, it, but, you know, they had to do the, the funny bit. It's like, but she actually does get the final shot in the movie. Like, she does yep. the, she's like, nobody hurts my baby. <laughs> she shoots somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forget, um, what's the line that she says? I forget. She says some one-liner. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Uh, but you know they do the whole makeup thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. I-, I wanted to ask you. So the movie is called "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot." Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I thought it was going to be like the, it, like oh that was just going to be the a joke that was just like the joke like haha like my stop or my mom will shoot 
Mm-hmm. I was floored that they actually said that line in the movie. Oh yeah, me too. Like <laughs> it's such a bad line. <laughs> I was I was like I I thought like it was like oh it's the joke of the title ha 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 yeah but, it's a silly title yeah but but I was like but, but then when they actually said it in the movie I was like oh wow like they actually thought that was funny. <laughs> funny enough <laughs> and then like test audiences watched it and they're like oh i guess that can be the title now <laughs> do you One think oh, oh maybe that was it maybe they saw it like played so well on the test screen <laughs> it got the most laughs like two people just chuckled uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh that's the title let's do an animated sequence for the opening of this movie with that title oh yeah but uh, uh, I, I do have to bring up that the final shot of this movie because this movie has like the ending stinger where it's like where Tootie is, sees a um, sees a, America's most wanted person just out in the airport and Sylvester Stallone does get him and she's like oh he killed his mother but then Sylvester Stallone's look I actually don't understand how this joke was supposed to play out it's hard to convey looks over a podcast but he he doesn't it doesn't look like he thinks it's funny. He doesn't look like he thinks it's angry. He just kind of just smirks a little. And that's the final shot of the movie. Uh, that, I, yeah, I think that was supposed to be him being like, yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. Type of thing. <laughs> but like, it just didn't work for me. I was like, I, it didn't make any sense. Well, it's like, yeah. Because there was, I never, like, yeah, we I get it that he really like she really loved him, but yeah, I that that part's not a denial, but there was never like this big part where like Sylvester Stallone's like, you know what, I really do love my mom. Like, there was no tender moment no. or anything like that where it was just like, you know, mom, I mean, like, we've had our disagreements and everything, but I really do love and appreciate everything you've done for me or what. There was nothing like that. And I, it just felt like a very one-sided relationship mm-hmm. but just 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 really bad really, really bad i can't stress that enough not, oh, a, yeah. not a good not a good movie um if this one's a stinker i definitely not worth your time if you think if you're thinking it sounds funny it's 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 really not <laughs> no it, it's we've talked about bad comedies before and this is just right in there of like curiosity it's not funny it's just not even funny in a bad way it's just no fun and this movie is under 90 minutes still felt very long (laughs) yeah i totally agree it felt longer than our next one (laughs) so it did yeah so we'll we'll see god yeah it it's not recommended for sure yeah definitely not yeah um but we actually funny enough i think we are doing a back-to-back movie so Ryan, what do we got coming up next? Well, Nathan, uh, we got another Stallone movie, and we're going to end the podcast on a cliffhanger. Stop! Actually, we're going to go, we are going to be talking about 1993's Cliffhanger, and that movie is actually streaming over on Netflix right now. 
Perfect. All right. Well, if you want to tweet at us, oh, sorry. If you want to X at us, you can go over to x.com and uh, is that what we're called? No, it's repost. It's repost, right? Go over there and post us at X. Just whatever. You can send us a message over on X, Drive and Double Feature Podcast. You can also email us, Drive and Double Feature Podcast at gmail.com. But until next time. Until next time. Mm-hmm.